Hello everyone, today talking about inflation. It's been in the news a lot lately. So what is it? Most of the numbers that you see are the Consumer Price Index, or the CPI. And in the US, it's released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The CPI compares the change in prices paid by consumers for goods and services over a given period of time. According to the BLS, it reflects the urban spending patterns for each of two population groups, all urban consumers and urban wage earners and clerical workers. The urban consumer group represents about 93% of the total U.S. population. The CPI is generated by taking a basket of goods, including food, clothing, shelter, fuels, transportation, doctors and dental services, drugs, and other common goods and services that people buy for day-to-day living. Without getting too detailed, these prices are gathered from 75 urban areas around the United States, from 6,000 homes and 22,000 retail establishments. The prices gathered include taxes paid on the goods and services. So how is the CPI calculated? It's actually a very simple formula, and I'll make it the show's cover image. Basically, you take the price of a good or category of goods in the year that you want to check and divide it by a reference year. Said differently, it's the updated price divided by a reference price. So for a simple example, let's say that a one-gallon jug of water costs $1.10 today. One year ago, it was $1. We divide $1.10 by $1 and find that our CPI on that item is 10%. Issues with this, as with all statistics, there are sampling errors and a lot of issues in the methodology. So the BLS breaks the numbers down further into cross sections based on the particular urban area that they're measuring or adjusting for seasonality of prices or other factors that affect the CPI. The CPI that you hear referenced in the news is typically the CPIU, which is the consumer price index for all urban consumers and this is the broadest form of that index. The latest CPIU, as of this recording, was released on March 10th, 2022, and it is publicly available at bls.gov. I'll link it in the show notes. According to that report, the CPI for all urban consumers reached 7.9% before seasonal adjustment. That number is taken for the 12 months ending February 2022, And it's now the largest increase since the period ending January 1982, over 40 years ago. The category that has seen the fastest rise is, this is probably no surprise to anyone, gas and oil. This category has gone up 43.6% in the last year. And again, that is as of two weeks ago, the end of February. So it's gone up considerably just in the last couple weeks. This is probably no surprise to anyone listening to this, especially any Europeans, where I've seen your numbers as high as $20 a gallon. The interesting thing about gas prices, and this this is an observation that I made, is of all the prices that we pay, it's the most obvious sign of rising prices. What do I mean by that? Well, when I'm at the grocery store, I never really pay attention to the prices. I know that a carton of eggs is somewhere between... 60 cents and $2. I know that my final bill is going to be somewhere between 
I don't know, 30 and $50, plus or minus 25%. I don't really worry about it. I'm not paying attention to the price of any particular item I pick up. I just grab what I need, and I only do that once or twice per week. But when you drive down the road, there are these huge, bold, red numbers telling you the price of a gallon of gas, and you see that number all day, every day. It's impossible to ignore. And it's also culturally, it's like the weather. It's one of those things that people like to complain about to make small talk, you know, grumbling about how the, the cost of gasoline went up and whose fault is it. So in the last month, I filled up at about $3.39 a gallon. And the very next day, it was $3.59 a gallon. And now I think even a couple of weeks later, it's something like three seventy nine here in Texas. And the unique thing about gas is that higher prices trickle down into all of our other goods and services. The cost of diesel means your groceries have to be shipped in by truck, and as those expenses rise, so will your grocery bill. Now, one thing I want to point out is the CPI does not necessarily mean that your dollars have inflated by 7.9%. For example, the CPI for electricity was down. It's negative 1.1% for the 12 months ending February 2022. The price of electricity per kilowatt hour was down. So if you drive an electric car, the high gas and oil inflation rate doesn't affect you in the same way. As another example, take someone who only eats fish, and let's say that meat prices are way up, but fish is down. In this case, your individual costs are going down. Your individual CPI based on your own consumption has decreased. So I just wanted to separate that out, that a rising CPI does not always mean a decrease in the purchasing power of the dollar. That's a whole macroeconomic discussion for another time. In fact, I will be doing a future episode, planning a future episode on the de deflationary effect of technology. I've done episodes a couple months back about Moore's Law and how we get more processing power per dollar every couple of years. And this also applies to kilowatt hours of electricity per dollar. It applies to gallons of water per dollar. It even applies to food calories per dollar. So despite the media's best efforts to portray otherwise, this is the most abundant time in human history, and there is so much to be optimistic about. So genuinely, thanks for listening. I'll be back soon.